Welcome back. This is Captain Fred. You're listening to the Fifth Dimension of today. We're kind of talking about uh, the mind control situation that's been created in this country and in the world, for that matter. And one of the things that I brought up earlier was this double blind of of making folks betray each other. And we we kind of got on that, but Lynn brought up a really interesting topic uh, just to, just before the break about how VR was was creating a, a, a I think it's probably creating a, a mind uh, control situation because the mind really doesn't know that the difference between VR and reality but go, but go ahead and tell us about this Lynn Lynn Am I totally off? But but it's worse than that. Is that your brain takes it in as absolute utter truth and never to be undone. I mean it will it's seared into your head. And when I learned about this, the person who had explained it to this person who just got off on an interview, wasn't even what it was a, the interview was about, had been talking to a Silicon Valley techie guy and had told her about this, but said, oh, it doesn't matter because you know, it's not like you're wearing, um, you know, you don't have a lens. And I sat straight up at 2 in the morning went, oh, my God, oh, my God, why did we have screensavers? And I already knew all that I already knew about VR. And besides that, your eyeballs have lenses. It puts a whole new angle on the mark of the beast or worshiping the image of the beast because you don't know what's there. You don't know what's in the background. But your brain is taking it in. Like if you think about new VR games, I mean, there's all sorts of stuff there. Whatever you choose is just one little speck of the screen, right? But the problem is the difference is to understand the difference between AI and algorithms. Algorithms play you. It's like the guy who taught the college class um, and had a section of his syllabus on 10 design techniques not to use because they were too powerful for people, psychologically manipulative. Well, it's the top 10 that designers use. I used to design websites. Um, And so it keeps you hooked. It gets you your dopamine rushes. I mean, I knew years ago that you'd have better luck, and I wouldn't bother either way, but taking a bottle of alcohol from a raging alcoholic, then somebody's self-centered tablet away from them. They'll get violent either way. Um, It's addictive technology, and it's made to be addictive because it is a weapon. It is there to control you. I mean, and they've done a great job. I'm sure everybody's read Sucked by McNamee. And, I mean, he was friends. I mean, he still is probably with Zuckerberg. But the book explains how Zuckerberg used algorithms to play people in the 2016 election. And he did. I mean, look, the guy didn't get to be that rich being a good guy. You know, and we're the, we're the dupes. Um, the converging technology study that was begun in 2000 was supposed to take 20 years. It was completed by 2010. 
it's a who's who if you look at it. It's, you can find it on GPO's website or the National Science Foundation, NSF.gov. And the ending title was Converging Technologies for Enhancing Human Performance. The other thing is they recently, I mean, probably within the last year, there's a guy who's been in a coma for years, right? Coming out. They actually chipped him, and all of his thoughts are spoken out in a computer. Okay? Now, they have to, like, tweak this. And remember, DARPA is not funding and giving grant money for medical purposes. They're, you know, they're DOD. And... And, I mean, they've got great websites and for contractors. That's where I learned most of the stuff I've learned. And I haven't been online since 2017. I don't own a cell phone. I got rid of all wireless in my house. I don't watch any screens. I haven't watched TV in years. I mean, so you have to listen to RBN over satellite then? No, by phone. Because oh. satellite's wireless. Yeah, but it's one way. The free-to-air FTA satellite is a one-way deal. You bring it down into your into your TV and just turn off the picture if you need to. That's uh, Alan. I don't watch TV. I don't need to watch TV. Well, well I'm most, not talking about you. You wouldn't be watching like it. it. You're just listening to it. I don't watch it. But, I mean, RBN can be addictive. I mean, what's not addictive on your definition there is what I'm getting at. I mean, a lot of things are addictive. Well, you know, Fred, no. I mean, uh, Mike, 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 Lynn, you know, Lynn brings up a really interesting point. We, if AI is involved in this, uh, this could be so complex that it might never, might be something we couldn't really ever understand. Well, the thing be. with AI, though, is that, like, there was an article in last week's paper, and it was about a Taco Bell store in California. And they have a, I don't know, Taki or something robot to make tacos. And actually, the robot, for a couple weeks, just observed the employees. And now it makes the shells. It makes some, you know, jalapeno pepper things. And, you know, so it learns from us. Like us speaking on the phone here, that all goes into AI, and AI learns. No you know, way. I remember it's... 10 years ago saying to people when we were on conference lines, I'm like, look, nobody's given us anything for free for no good reason. I don't know the reason, but there's no, a reason. Lynn, Lynn, wait a second. You just said something that really struck a note with me. I mean, this it's a taco machine that learns how to make tacos from people? Yeah, the same way the floor washer in in um, Walmart or whatever it was years ago, and one of the employees was laughing and saying, "Oh, the thing's no damn good." And I'm like, "Let it wash you wash the floor a few more times." You know, that's interesting because you know a year ago when everybody was locked down and they started working everybody from home, I was I used to joke that uh, yeah, if we if we work on the computer from home. Eventually, AI will know how to run all the jobs that we do from our home. But that could be happening right now. That's right. And also, people that were working from home for businesses, they had cameras on them. Like, if you weren't working, it actually wondered they didn't put a shocker in the, in the seat or something. You know, but it clocked you and watched you. Well, you know when you're being surveilled, you act differently. I mean, look at the people in China. They are not allowed not to have a cell phone. They can't purchase anything without using their phone. 
I mean, they frown on people using a credit card if you're a visitor. You know, they can control everything people do that way. I'll bet you on occasion some of them end up in metal boxes because you can't. There's there's plenty of places where cell phone signal gets uh, scrambled a little bit, so that'd be a great place to duck into. Put your phone in a metal box. You come out the other side of the building. They're not tracking you for a while. So what happened to your phone? I don't know. Well, people <laughs> that come home from work and do, do something weird, like go in the back door instead of the front door, the Chinese police will show up at your house. I mean, talk about surveillance. It's bad enough well, here. They're building that here. It's like the sandbox. But right now you can you can go off the grid with a, with a cell phone simply by shutting it down and putting it in a metal box, drive around until you need it. You know? yeah, nobody well, ever forgets a cell phone. All you have to do is go off the grid for a while, though, and watch and see how alone you are because people are running around. You try to talk to people half the time. They've got those earbuds in. You know, uh, family members have to put up with that at home. You know, you never see a teenager. They're in their room with headphones on. Uh, You know, maybe they come out for dinner. You have a device-free dinner. But then the rest of the time, driving in the car, you're having a whole conversation. They're not listening. They're sucked into their device, listening to music or whatever. And I got their little earbuds in. Texting each other. Actually, years ago, when I was running around at night, and you could see things flying around in the sky, weird stuff, and I'd honk my horn and light to get somebody's attention next to me, it would be almost impossible. And then you point to the thing, and they'd be totally shocked, like, what the hell is that? And it's like, I don't know, don't believe in little green men, but not playing on a helicopter. And um, the thing is, is that nobody has, because the cell phone is never off, and studies have been done with brain scans, you can have a cell phone off in the car, in the back seat, in a, you know, backpack, briefcase, whatever, purse, and you don't even know it's on. Nobody's using it. And it actually affects your brain chemistry enough to distract you enough for a car accident. Well, you're constantly got a subroutine going, listening for a chirp, a chime, or bzzz, or something like that. No, because it's not even on. Well, they've cautioned people to not even sleep with them in their bedroom because of that. Your brain gets conditioned when you have that cell phone nearby that it's got a routine of listening for those chirps and cues. You You shouldn't have any wireless in your bedroom at all. It's like that behavior study that I read. The uh, uh, B.J. Fogg study where they carry a baby around and and it programs how you respond to it crying. I mean, any anything can be a programming object. I mean, and the cell phone uh, certainly because we depend on it so much. I mean, we we have spent a lot of our hours defined by what the cell phone is doing. But it I takes. Think, just like Pavlov's dog. It I takes, think we may have. It takes a couple months to get over the technology, and believe me, I know it was really hard for me to give up wireless. I mean, it was just as addictive as anything else. And the worst part is, you don't see it, taste it, hear it, smell it. It doesn't make you feel high, but it's very, very addicting. It affects all your hormone levels, and so it especially spikes your dopamine. And it's tough. And a cordless phone in your house. I mean, you have to go around and find all your wireless devices. Well, hey, listen. Do you think? Do you think that these uh, these uh, 
uh, automated vacuums that that sit in the corner and come on at night and run through your house do you think it's surveying your house for all kinds of things or is it just picking up dust no no it's actually in, and the information's going in your cloud You've, your apartment or house has been mapped it, it, yeah it's all going into the cloud yeah and I you don't know anything getting too, that's in too the paranoid cloud. I'm not getting paranoid, paranoid. No, I mean, hey, I tell you what, let's, let's bring on Fred and Iowa, because I, I want to hear what Fred has to say about it. Fred, are you still holding? Let's, tell us what's happening, Fred. Hello, Fred. Hey, Fred, oh. it's good to hear from you. What do you think about this? Do we need to uh, go back to using a broom instead of these electronic four, four vacuum machines? Okay, divide and conquer. Divide and conquer. All right. The Hegelian dialectic. This is what they're using on us. The Hegelian dialectic, cognitive dissidence, and normalcy bias. Now, cognitive dissidence is when you can hold two opposing thoughts in your mind, and then normally bias. Normally bias is. You know, I you normally think and uh, and uh, never change it. But here's an example: divide and conquer. Now I'll put in this first. You know, I believe we should have a fence between Mexico and us. But here's the thing: that. There are quite a few hosts on RBN, and I will say this, first of all, RBN has improved a great deal. Producers are doing a fine job. But in Divide and Conquer, from quite a few hosts, it's got the, the whites fighting the blacks. That is Stupid, stupid. What we should be doing is there shouldn't be a divide between whites and blacks, and I'm just using this example, because if uh, if we got, meaning the people, the blacks on our side and make it understand that that just uh, increases the, the side of our uh, of our army. And when you hear hosts uh, talk about race theory and all this BS, that is stupid. Well, because Fred, and conquer. What what you're discussing is the third point of a of the mind control situation, which is called the double blind. It's, it's, it's either enduring or betraying each other. Uh, for, for, for mind control to work, we have, they have to be able to turn us against each other. But that's right. not what we're talking today, Fred. This is, this is about how they're making us do this. There's so many well, different techniques that they're using to create this situation and today, we're talking about how they've used technology to create this kind of, 
of a situation is what it is. They've created a mind control situation. And it's this situation is handed out through the largest disseminator of information or asymmetrical information, which is the media. And what really is insidious about it is is, is the fact that, that we don't even have to watch television to hear the message. We can pick it up through the conversations that we hear other people that have watched television. It's called street theater of, of the total theater. The street theater is what really delivers the message of mind control. And we and the host of RBN and host of Revolution Radio will talk about these these things that they'd like us to talk about rather than things that like like this discussion today is I, I brought it up because we need to be aware that we have no idea how deep the manipulation of thought is going. But it starts at the media, and it start and it goes on through all these social medias and Facebook, and the designers of it, like B.J. Fogg, was one of the pioneers in behavior technological behavior modification, and we it, we as individuals can be, can't be, begin to understand how we're being manipulated. Now, Lynn, I I think that what Lynn's brought up about VR is really frightening. <laughs> Captain Fred, you know what Fred was saying though is is so on point here. If you remember the situation in Myanmar and and you know the the two groups of people attacking each other and now you've got the people living in Bangladesh on the side of a muddy hill still how many years later because they were run out who wasn't, you know, macheted and and, you know, women raped in front of their husbands and all of that, that was created. That was Cambridge Analytica um, manipulating people with their cell phones on Facebook because these are people that don't even watch the news, right? Okay? So they see the pictures. Pictures, video is powerful. And one group gets one narrative, the other group gets the other narrative, they're pit against each other, they didn't like each other to begin with, and it created a war. Cambridge Analytica is Robert Mercer. He created algorithms for IBM back in the 70s. He is where Steve Bannon and Kellyanne Conway came from. They they were employed by him. I mean, read um, uh, what's his name's book? Um, F. Ucked. Um, Obama it, was. Doing it's it like too. a mine. Mine. It's mine. F. Stars. K. E. D. Chris Wiley. He wrote the program for Cambridge Analytica, wow, and he I testified see. to Congress. Uh, Obama was doing it too. Is that a break coming up? Well, uh, you know, I, I've asked them to to not do that uh, that middle break. But uh, oh. Sam, is, are we taking a break now? Oh, okay. Well, uh, that was just some uh, mistake, I think. But uh, I'm sorry, Fred. You're you're right. Uh, now that 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 Lynn points that out, that's exactly true. But you know, Facebook. I've I've told people before. Uh, you know, I've, I've had events where people said, well, I've pasted it on Facebook. And I continue to inform them that Facebook is not communication. 
And I think people are confused by that. So but the worst is YouTube. If people watch a video, they believe it. It can be the biggest bunch of nonsense imaginable, and they believe it, and they repeat yeah. it. And, you know, the weird thing is, and I mean, I learned this way back when, like 2014, 2015. Let's say you log into your home computer and you have kids and they log in on their login. You can actually receive articles with the same article, same title, same, looks the same, right? You can sit down and discuss it. Well, the article they read actually has different information than the article you read. And so you all sit there and think you're talking about the same thing. You're not even going to get in an argument over anything because you don't even realize that they have totally different information than from what you read. (laughs) Lynn, that, you know, they call, they call that the half, the half lie or the half truth. And they use, they use the visual as being the truth. And once, once you've identified with something that you see, then they can continue the lie. Let me share one other thing with you. There was actually NIMH, so uh, National Institute of Mental Health, did a study, and this was in the results were in the Beacon, which is the old people's newspaper, you know, free in nursing homes and stuff. The results actually showed measurable cognitive decline in elderly people, and so they were advised. If they were working in a room, working on crafts or paying bills or whatever, not to have a cell phone in the same room with them because of the lower cognitive function. Measurable. Now, think about that. Those are already old people. I mean, Granny's already been practically radicalized. But what about these young people that are learning and not they can't read, they can't write, they get to college and can't do math. They didn't learn anything for two years. If you sent them home with a book and workbooks, they would have learned. You're right. What happened? Uh, Can I talk about something? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Projection. This just happened last week. Steve Elkins believes something about Donald Trump. What what it was was something that happened with Bill Clinton. What they did was project something that Bill Clinton did on Donald Trump. Then Steve Elkins thought it was true about Donald Trump. I had to prove to him that it wasn't that projection. They do it all the time. Well, they do that with the media. And if you use the media as a source of information, then they're probably going to be misled, too. Right. The media is is not information. The media is about um, using information to its advantage. And if it can lie to you by omission, then it will. But their favorite... Yeah, their favorite lie is the half lie or the half truth, where they show a picture of of, uh, of immigrants getting off of the bus, and then they proceed with the the lie. I mean, it's it's, they strain it's it in that for days on end. They strain it something and cover every the minutiae of every detail, and then they leave the camel in the room alone. So when Steve Elkins was was quoting something that he had heard on the media. Well, that's that's the biggest mistake is to believe what they've told us. That's the reason why the street theater 
of how we discuss what we've learned from the media is just perpetrating the narrative where they continue to tell us what to discuss. It's like throwing a bone to, to hungry dogs. I mean, we, we don't look to see if there's anything else. We just chew on that bone. And I, I don't know. I, I try to, re, to, to keep from, from doing that. But uh, Fred, uh, I'm sorry, I cut you off while I got, I hope you're still on. Uh, did I, are you still there, Fred? No, I'm here, and I, I wanted to talk after the break, and I was afraid the break is coming up. But, I think we've got about two minutes. Okay, now, my worldview, my worldview is biblical, or the Bible. Jesus Christ. Now, the Bible, the Word, Christ affects my actions and my thinking. Now, I've said for 10 or 15 years, I've referred to television as the idiot box. I watch television now, and the thing is, is I brought up the first subject of divide and conquer. Now, in the eyes of God, everybody is equal. Everybody, every race and color and ethnicity. Okay, you hear Christians and their ignorance and host right on RBN believe and talk about the race theory and Antifa. And what's happening? Divide and conquer. That is stupid. But they have fell in the, into the trap and they call themselves Christians, you know. That in the eyes of God, we are all equal. Now, as far as the talents go, you know, somebody uh, are, have the gift of um, healing, other words and others uh, administration, and others of uh, prophecy. Okay. The Bible is prophecy. But if you're ignorant about it, you can't understand it. And uh, we've been, every uh, caller that's called in, they're, they're right on. They're intelligent people, and I like to listen to Mike a lot, you know. But we're talking and yapping on forever and ever the situation. Now, even on RBN, not all the callers understand. And I get back to the divide and conquer. Now, that is insane for... Uh, the way we're led and programmed, the division between whites and blacks, if the blacks are not free, I'm not free. And until we understand that and uh, can uh, figure this out, is realizing how we're being divided and the war in Ukraine and in Russia. And I said um, about a year ago that the Ukraine is uh, is the uh, Cuba situation 
that we had during Kennedy. They're right on our uh, back doorstep. Well, if Ukraine goes with the United Nations, then you've got uh, Cuba, Ukraine, right on the Russians' doorstep. Hell, they want to uh, protect themselves. Now, I'm not saying that everything Putin does is correct, but here's, here's, here's the bottom line, and I've been trying for seven and a half years to get it out, is Christians should know, and I could ask one in 10,000, and they wouldn't know. The first beast of Revelation, who it is, the second beast of Revelation, which gives his power unto the first beast and makes an image to him, and the false prophet. Fred, hold name a second. We've got to take a break. This is the last break. This is the fifth dimension. And it's an interesting conversation today about uh, the, the kind of mind control that, that this world is subjected to. This is Captain Fred. We'll be back in a few minutes. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Hello, I'm Dr. Leonard Horowitz. I was right 30 years ago in warning the world about threatening lab virus outbreaks, AIDS, and Ebola. I was right 20 years ago when FBI Director Robert Mueller made me a suspect in the anthrax mailings because I warned the Bureau before the CIA's biocrime and Cipro sales psyops happened. I was right about COVID-19 being an AIDS-laced mutagen plan to resurge this fall to excuse officials' profitable depopulation globalization agendas. And I was right about the only safeguards being antioxidants and holy spiritual sustenance. Vitamin C, D, zinc, chlorophyll, oxygen, and oxysilver especially transmits the frequency resonance to neutralize the expanded function bioweapon. Oxysilver is a double superconductor of the healing power of love. It is the first nutraceutical invented to amplify prayer power and the faithful loving intention of your heart. Buy, try, and stockpile oxysilver through HealthyWorldStore.com. Extendivite testimonials on Amazon are very informative. Here's one, Rad. Consistent results when used for heart problems. This product has been a godsend for my father, who suffered a heart attack about two years ago. He was prescribed medications for his condition, which was so serious that if he hadn't made it to the hospital in time, he would have died. But he hasn't been able to afford most of the medications. After researching alternatives, he tried Extendivite. While taking Extendivite, he has consistently lower blood pressure and experiences less angina. We are currently on our fifth bottle. I enthusiastically recommend this product, and I am grateful that it is available. To get your Extendivite today, go to Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E.com. Or call us at 1-877-928-8822. Extend your life with Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. 
Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee by going to rbnhemppaste.com and ordering a trial pack of Happy Packets for $5 with free shipping. That's rbnhemppaste.com. Well, I hope that you've been having the time of your life. Just remember... You gotta always think twice I remember when I remember, I remember when I lost my mind But there was something so special about that day Welcome back, Even folks. Even your emotions had an echo Fred in Iowa was just getting ready to tell us something that was pretty significant, I think. And, and he's talking about the Bible and you know, when we argue the points that we hear uh, on the media, if it's about Putin or if it's about Russia, for us, it's a, an argument to ignorance because there's no way for us to, to really verify everything, anything <laughs> that's going on. Well, Nonlinear warfare. It's nonlinear warfare. We can't really discuss it effectively because we can't verify anything. So basically, we're engaging in what they call an argument to ignorance because it's not true because they say it is, and it's not true because we don't believe it is, or it's true. I mean, those those arguments don't hold up. I'm sorry, Mike. Go ahead. I was just going to say, we are aware of his devices, but in order to be aware, you have to be one of the we, right? If you're walking through, we're, we're, we see through a glass darkly. That's biblical. But if you're engaged in idolatry or you're worried about the space aliens getting you, you're in fear of things that are created. Well, we should fear the creator, respect the creator. And then that lines up our spiritual antenna, our discernment, so that we're one of the we that are aware of his devices, aware of the devices of the adversary. Is that not right? The only thing I, this is, Lynn, the only thing I would say to that is that you know, the Bible makes it clear that in the end times that God says that those who do not have a love for the truth, he will send a strong delusion. And if there is yes. a time when there's more delusion on this planet than now, and it's only going to get worse. And I think we should let Captain Fred. I think we should let Fred finish. That's that's what I was trying to get to. But I, uh, there was still sound coming through my mic at the time. Fred, uh, it's important what you're telling us. I, I uh, finish what you were saying, please. Okay, if you don't know or understand your Bible, and that takes effort, tremendous effort, faith first, and then faith into trust and trust into obedience, 
and obedience into love and uh, love and to worship. But people, Christians, I'll, I'll name, uh, uh, this is going to be controversial as all hell, but I get it out from time to time. The first feast of Revelation 13 is the Roman papal system. The second beast, which gives his power unto the first beast, is the United States of America. The false prophet is the apostate Protestant churches. They're ignorant. And that has been happening for 505 years since Martin Luther uh, nailed the 95 Theses to the church door. And if you don't know your Bible well enough or understand it enough to know prophecy, and there's only one church, one and a half church that teaches prophecy, and the one that teaches prophecy teaches the present truth, what is happening. It's all in the Bible, and you can, uh, if you understand it enough and have a faith enough, then you can start to understand and uh, how we're being divided, and it's it, it's insanity. But the ultimate victim in the end, when Christ returns, before Christ returns, Christians that follow the Decalogue and Commandments will be slaughtered. And who will be uh, killing them? Other the Sunday worshippers, Christians. Okay, somebody else, um, Linda. All the callers right now in this um, group talk are, are are right on. They're smart. They're intelligent. And but we'll keep talking about the situation if you don't understand the overall picture, and that means the Bible and prophecy. And you're, uh, Fred, uh, but you know, the thing about the Bible is that people read all of these other versions of the Bible, and and study notes at the bottom of the page hold as much weight as the Word of God, and they don't. Their their words are men, and their commandments are men, and we have man-made religion, right. and that's Lynn, the thing we need to be aware you're, you're of. Correct. I always say that 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 I am a uh, my worldview is the Bible and specifically the King James version. Now, Lynn and all the rest of you, if you want to understand, there's a website that extremely important to me and I believe the world. And that's AmazingDiscoveries.org. I believe that if I only had one website, 
That would be it. Now, RBN, I support it, and we're getting information, and it's improved immensely. But if you don't understand the Bible, you're lost. You're lost. Fred, I think that's exactly the reason why so many churches refuse to teach prophecy is because they're it's so misunderstood. I mean, it's, it's not really... A lot of them are... Well, they're also been just brainwashed with Darbyism and, well, and dispensationalism. I mean, they... The, the false prophet is the apostate Protestant churches. Now, we have... Years ago, thirty-five or forty thousand different Protestant beliefs, and uh, they're teaching uh, garbage. And there's a reason for it: the churches, and not only the churches, but the the, the governments and uh, the big cities, right down to the hamlets, small little uh, towns have been infiltrated by the Jesuits. Well, and, and also the Council for National Policy. has They, they took over the churches 40, 45 years you're ago. You're correct, Lynn. Yeah, I think, uh, I think Lynn's right about that. The churches were taken over. Absolutely. And there's one church. Well, anyhow, I keep the Sabbath. I keep the Sabbath. What is the Sabbath in the Ten Commandments? It's the Fourth Commandment. It's the hinge to the other nine. Well, it yeah, is the Sabbath the most... is the seventh day. All the you all the changes in the calendar never change the days of the week. And the beast in his uh, uh what's uh, the Catholic uh, oh. That book, I got him. I'm 85, so I can't remember. Constantine changed the Sabbath in 300, whatever it was. I mean, it even tells you that in Strong's, as bad as Strong's is. And then they read uh, their bulls and their uh, 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 cyclicals. The beast said that our power. The, uh, the question is asked in the, in the Catholic Church and in the Bulls and this is, uh, well, what day is the Sabbath? And, uh, and the um, Catholic Church says the seventh day. Then the um, uh, partitioner or the lay people say, well, why do we keep Sunday? And the answer from the Catholic Church powers, the papacy, is that is the mark, that is the mark, that is the mark of our authority. So they have changed laws and times. And they say, if you believe the seventh day, well, uh Join the Seventh Day Adventist Church. Well, I would say to anybody, read the New Testament and see where Jesus ever changed the Sabbath to the first day of the week. He didn't. He said he's the Lord of the Sabbath. 
Mine, and it matters. It matters. There's blessings that come from a seven-day Sabbath. And you don't have to be a seven-day Adventist. You know, again, man-made religion. But I have, you know, I'm not, I'm not bashing seven-day Adventist at all. But if we take the Word of God, because that was the thing I searched, I'm like, okay, Lord, show me where you changed it. Because what he was nailed to the cross were the ordinances, not the Ten Commandments. Remember, the Ten Commandments are in the mercy seat in the Ark of the Covenant, below the mercy seat. The rest of the law that was written by Moses and not God's own finger was kept on the outside of the Ark. But in the Ark were the tablets which God wrote those Decalogue, those Ten Commandments, with his own finger twice. They were written by the finger of God God. on two... uh, of rock by the finger of God. God does not change. So how could any power on earth change uh, times and laws? And they tell you that they did that. Now, our job, and uh, uh, I think uh, Mark uh, 15, 15, 16, 17, 18, in other words, Mark chapter 15, and start with uh, verse 15 and read. Our job and our responsibility, our job as Christians, is to take the word to the four corners of the earth. Now, you have missionaries all over. You don't have to be a missionary that goes overseas. But you can be a missionary to your neighbor, your friends, and the town that you live in or the city. But if people don't know the Bible, then hell, uh, what are they teaching? Thirty-five or 40,000 different false prophets apostatizing Protestant churches. Now, and you can't know I the truth. Because once you've actually read the Bible, you'll hear it constantly. You'll hear the half-truths that preachers and radio and TV preachers spout. Because it's, it's so full of, you know, it's kind of like nobody can know the truth. Well, yes, we That's can know true. the truth. And we can pray for discernment. That, it seems right. like the Bible is the only source of, of of something we can depend on in this information world. I mean, what else What else is there that's more believable than what we've studied and what we've come to rely on is the true source of, of, uh, of, of information, of reality? Well, and you have to be careful, because remember, they've also changed even the 1611 AV. You've got to hunt for a good Bible these days. I mean, because they've made changes. Like I, You can find one online. I'm sure Tracy still has her website, jesusislord.com, and there's a PDF, and there are dashes between Jesus is Lord. And amazing, then, amazing discoveries answers all of those questions and about the uh, battle of the Bible. It's there, and I've been hesitant for seven years of saying that I'm a Seventh-day Adventist, you know. And then uh, 
boy, well, are you uh, uh, this or that? And they're so ignorant about it. But we're, we're 17 million. We have more uh, hospitals than any other uh, uh, church in the world, more than uh, the Catholics do. And wow. uh, we've had the health message for 150 years, and people are just becoming health-wise in the last 10 or 15 years. We've had it for 115 years. Now, the uh, Seventh-day Adventists are apostating from the top down, but the movement in, in the Bible will come from the bottom up. All churches, you know, will come from the bottom up. So, you know, it's has 16. it been seven years, Fred? Has it been seven years? Because I think you were doing this before that. Well, I've been on for seven and a half years, and you're the only host that asked me uh, to, as a guest, and I blowed the hour because I berated myself. In other words, I don't even today. I, I'm a sinner, and I know it. But here's the thing about it. The more you understand and, and and know the Word and know the Bible, then you have no excuses. And that literally scares the hell out of me because I am still sinning uh, 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 about things. And that bothers me. So in my eyes, I do not believe that I'm uh, 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 an ultra-saint at all. And well, you wouldn't need a Savior if you were. If you were perfect, <laughs> why would you need a Savior? You know, I think yeah. we're all moved. I think yeah. we're all moved to 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 bring about uh, uh, something that that is, is that's needed. This this show today began about the mind control that's being used to manipulate the behavior of people in this world. And and we've worked our way through the callers and through these these people that's contributed to this conversation to come to a point where I think that we've we have something we can use to help define the truth. And and like Fred says, it, it has to be the Bible. I mean, what else can we rely on? And and Lynn makes a good point too that we need to be careful about which Bibles we choose, too. I think that we all can can feel the the uh, rightness of the right Bible. I, I think we begin to understand it, and we can see it revealed in in our everyday uh, work and our everyday actions. But I'm sorry, Fred. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I I recognize that, and I think it's been seven years since you did that show with me, Fred. Yeah, but I was berating myself when I should have been getting the word out what I'm saying uh, today. But uh, don't do it I, now. I, I, don't but do I appreciate. It. But the Dead Sea, the, uh, the Dead Sea Scrolls, the Book of Daniel was the first book that was translated, or uh, and it. Verbatim is it's like uh, what the uh, Book of Daniel says today, and to 
understand uh, Revelation, you have to start with Daniel. Read the book of Daniel. Then you'll un- that's looking ahead. And then you'll understand Revelation. And Revelation is, is uh, looking back and forward, too. Now, I'm not saying you just read the book of Daniel or the book of uh, Revelation. I think for beginners that they should read the Gospels and to jump to write to John, uh, uh, the book of John. But to start with uh, Genesis and try to work your way through, you know, it, it would be, take a long time even with people that want to put forth a lot of effort and are uh, dedicated to well, learn. too hard. That, and, know. you know, the other thing is that I always tried to do, what really helped me was to try to read an entire book at one time without yeah, interruption right. or noise or background noise or anything, especially the book of Revelation. I recommend people read that at least once every couple months. But also to read the chapter of Proverbs that correlates with the date every day and at least one of the Psalms. Now, I don't do it every day, but I try. And, you know, because... And then read through the Bible, but do the New Testament and then move to the Old Testament. And then and and you'll just have eye-opening moments of, oh, that's what that meant way back in the New Testament. And it's just amazing how God's Word actually clarifies itself if we don't let other people confuse us. Lynn, uh, Lynn, uh, Mark, I want to throw out, I want to throw something out real quick. What about the, uh, and, and Fred brought up the Dead Sea Scrolls. What about these translations of the Dead Sea Scrolls, the Book of Thomas, and these things like that? What do you, I, 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 I like that people like to bring up that Book of Enoch. Remember, that was written, you know, I think after Jesus died, you know, and it was probably that first Enoch. Like, if you think about the fact that it's, what, in the book of Jude, well, what's the book of Jude talking about? You know, so perfect example there, you know? No, I wouldn't trust that book. That's just some, that's not even in the Apocrypha. Well, the book, the the Dead Sea Scrolls, But the Dead Sea Scrolls are Dead Sea Scrolls. I mean, they exist. Or the... the, the books that were never part of this Bible, I mean, the translations... Yeah, because they weren't canon. But even the Apocrypha was in the first edition of the of the, yes. um, of the 1611 authorized oh. version. Well, but, you think about 1611, though, is you think about how much our vocabulary has changed in 400 and some years. Well, that's why English if you have a Merriam-Webster collegiate dictionary that has archaic and obsolete meanings, that's all you need in the Bible. Yeah, well, yeah. look at the King James, so they've added words. There's been words added to the King James, and they're in italics. Anything you see in italics I know. is added, supposedly, for clarity. So when you come to, for instance, the Doctrine of Devils, the words and commanding was added. Try to paste over that and reread that and see how that changes when you take out and commanding mm-hmm. to try to determine the Doctrine of Devils. And uh, when you put that together with other scriptures about the eating of meat, Dan- uh, Daniel's, uh, or was it, uh, was it, yeah, Daniel did a fast where he abstained from the rich foods of the king. Some people say that's meat. But uh, 
you know, you start to piece together that uh, even the King James isn't perfect. There's stuff that's that's, uh, easily uh, miss whatever, misapplied by some people that take that and run it. Well, yeah, and if you pick pick verses out to suit yourself, that happens all the time. Uh, But but what I can tell you that happened to me, and I mean, I had every translation on the planet, right? And I sat down and read and got a King James. God led me to one on a sale table. And as soon as I opened it, not like I didn't have a version here, but I knew immediately 2 Timothy 3.16 came alive, and that was God's Spirit-filled Word. Oh, so many Unlike churches are stuck on the 70th. Seventieth week of Daniel, but Daniel was sealed. But for how long? Revelations wasn't sealed; like it was at hand, going to happen. And the 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 churches that are stuck on the seventieth week of Daniel being suspended. What does it say to tell? It tells you right there what how you know when this is going to happen. The power of the holy people has finally been broken. What was the power of the holy people? The book of they Daniel. They had the ability to. They had the ability to take an animal that you paid for and gut it and sprinkle the blood on the holy seat, and that was supposed to give you forgiveness. Well, that's all been fulfilled. So yes, the 70th week the of Daniel is not that suspended. We... That power is broken. That power is done. That power, those people were scattered. But Stephen it's also like said, people want to believe that, you know, Jesus Stephen, died Stephen on the cross said so that to see our sin. Stephen said that this, to him. I think the key to faith been... is fulfillment. Look for the this fulfillment. Is... Well, the show today is is really about the mind control of this current situation we're in. And I think the outcome of this conversation is that the Bible can help us. And and I want to thank the callers. Mike in Kentucky, Lynn in Maryland, Fred in Iowa, and Laura in Michigan. It's what a conversation. We'll be back next week. It's Captain. You're back on Mother Nature, everybody wants to. It's my own design. It's my own remorse. American Freedom News is your daily website that will keep you fully informed on what both the good guys and bad guys are doing in the information war in which we are all engaged. Fed up with the lies of the fake news media and the censorship of big tech giants? American Freedom News is the solution as we provide truth and knowledge on all the vital issues of the day. American Freedom News believes in America first. The establishment wants us split into numerous hostile groups rather than uniting in a common cause against the corrupt oligarchy that is plundering America and the world. Many more Americans are waking up and realizing they are the victims of the ongoing Great Replacement and Great Reset. But the malevolent forces trying to systematically destroy America can and will be defeated. Be fully informed by reading American Freedom News, the best news and information site on the Internet. Go to AmericanFreedomNews.us and find out for yourself. That's AmericanFreedomNews.us. You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth.